and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, in last week's episode, The Unmatched Zeal of Robert Jaffray, we got a bird's eye view of the life of Robert Jaffray, a pioneering missionary to both South China and Greater East Asia. Though he's relatively obscure in China missions history, he was very accomplished and his ministry was greatly blessed to the Lord. If you haven't listened yet to that episode, I'd encourage you to stop right now and download it so that it's ready for you to listen in as soon as you finish this one. To say Jaffray had a pioneering spirit is an incredible understatement. Not only did he pioneer a thriving work in Guangxi province, China, but he also had great influence in the evangelization of much of South China, modern-day Southeast Asia, and even the East Indies. Towards the end of his life, he sent Chinese men that he had personally trained to Indonesia as missionaries. You're not going to want to miss his extraordinary story. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast, V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a complete directory of where you can find us. Subscribing will set you up to get a notification each Monday morning as new episodes drop. And remember, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a review or comment as well. The more interaction the podcast gets on these channels, the more likely the apps are to recommend it to others. Help us get the word out that Jesus needs to be exalted in China. And that's only going to happen when preachers arise and go. And also, if you're an overachiever and want to go the extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on social media or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China currently or that friend considering getting involved in missions. We with Vision for China are asking the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this amazing country. Sending someone a quick link to this podcast, while it may seem like a very small thing, or sharing with them on social media might just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a way to preach full-time in China. They may have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving Him there in China. Go ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. Well, for this episode, we're going to look into the life and ministry of another somewhat obscure missionary to China. His name is Griffith John. I first read his story last year and was immediately impressed by the way others described his preaching. He not only preached often, he also preached well. And I don't simply mean that he was a good preacher in Welsh and English, his mother tongues. I mean that everyone raved about his uncanny ability to connect with Chinese people as he preached in Chinese. In fact, one source is even so bold as to proclaim him the Spurgeon of China. Anyone familiar with the legacy of the British pastor Charles Haddon Spurgeon, known as the Prince of Preachers, knows that to be considered the Spurgeon of any country and language is a particularly high compliment. And that's Griffith John. 
He is, according to at least one biographer, the Spurgeon of China. So how did he preach? What was it about his preaching that impressed so many? Well, we'll find out right after introducing the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is the city of Macau. Macau is a city located in southern China and is home to around 600,000 people. Macau is unique because it, along with Hong Kong, are the only two so-called special administrative regions in China today. A former Portuguese settlement, Macau is allowed to govern itself and has a large amount of independence from the government of China. It is the smallest administrative division of China with a land area of only 11.8 square miles and is one of the most densely populated regions in the world. Unfortunately, it is known for its gambling industry and is one of the biggest gambling centers in the world. It is one of the richest regions in the world and also has one of the highest life expectancy rates in the world. People in Macau need to know about Jesus Christ. Most people are either non-religious or follow a Chinese or local folk religion. Please pray for people in Macau to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Would you pray that God would raise up more laborers to preach the gospel there in Macau? Macau is another great place in China with many opportunities to serve the Lord and preach the gospel. Friends, I'll never get tired of saying it. There are countless opportunities to come to China and preach Christ. There are so many here who haven't even heard his name, much less anything else about him. Brother, are you praying about serving Christ overseas? Are you considering what he'd have you do with your life? Why not consider giving your life to preaching Jesus in China? Why not devote your life to magnifying him among the people of this great nation? There are millions on top of millions on top of millions of people all through the various provinces and other regions of China that have yet to hear the gospel. You could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings. Would you pray for the people of Macau? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel before it's too late? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers who will give their lives to preach the gospel to them? Brother, why not surrender your life to being that preacher and boldly preaching the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without someone going? Griffith John set sail for China in 1855 along with his wife when he was about 24 years old. The voyage was to last four months and he wasted no time on the journey. His time was spent in the intense study of the Bible. When he arrived in Shanghai, his mission board, the London Missionary Society, gave him a warm welcome. His first order of business, as with all missionaries, was to learn the Chinese language. He himself described learning Chinese as a colossus. He thought it was a colossal task, but by all accounts, within about nine months' time, he was making very good progress. You know, Griffith John, like Hudson Taylor, desired to take the gospel into the interior of China. But, you know, it's important to note that he arrived in China at virtually the same time as Hudson Taylor. And Hudson didn't really press much inland until later on in his ministry. And, you know, I'm really not sure that at this point, when they had just arrived in China there in their early 20s, that they knew each other. After spending his early years ministering in and around the Shanghai Delta region, the city of Hankou, which, interestingly enough, the city of Hankou is part of modern-day Wuhan of coronavirus infamy. 
the city of Hankou at that time opened up to foreign trade. So in 1861, at the age of about 29, he, along with his wife and another London Missionary Society missionary, arrived in Hankou. Griffith John immediately went to work preaching. And I mean immediately. He settled in, and within a matter of hours, on the very day he moved in to this city, he was out preaching in town. He quickly developed somewhat of a schedule that involved him preaching five afternoons a week in what he called a preaching center that he had established. Each day he would start out early to preach on the streets and distribute tracts. He would go in and out of shops, gather people together, and boldly tell them of the Savior who died for them. He would invite everyone to come to the preaching center at the appointed time each afternoon to hear more preaching. And of course, people would come and go. Sometimes he would preach longer messages and other times shorter. But the thrust of his ministry was undoubtedly preaching. His advice to new missionaries arriving on the field was always the same. Preach, preach, preach. While other missionaries said lecturing and teaching were better suited methods of communication in Chinese culture, Griffith insisted on preaching. When other missionaries argued that preaching was a strange practice to Chinese people, Griffith remained convinced of preaching. He saw preaching as God's ordinary way of reconciling people unto himself. Griffith said that preaching, emphasis on preaching, was the greatest possible kindness to the Chinese because it meant dispensing the bread of life to perishing men. While other missionaries were concocting other methods and other strategies, Griffith John persisted in consistent daily preaching of the Word of God. Reports tell that he would often preach for an hour at a time. Sometimes he would finish and the Chinese would ask him to preach another hour. On one occasion, at the end of the second hour, they asked for a third. And so preach on Griffith did. When he had completed the third hour, they asked for another, but he declined saying he was exhausted and they needed to come back the next day. Brother, can you imagine that? Here is a man who is preaching in his third language. Of course, he spoke Welsh and English before speaking Chinese. And he is preaching in this third language, in Chinese, for hours on end. On Sundays, he would shift the focus of his preaching from the lost to believers as he preached at church. He taught the congregation the Bible well. And as he quoted verses, they would flip to it to check and verify what it said. He was known to be a fiery preacher who was scathing and exposing sin, though he did so in love. He knew his people personally and was familiar with their trials and temptations. Whether he preached to believers or the lost, he kept his messages at the level of the common people. He wanted the average, everyday people of China to have access to the gospel message. Don't get me wrong. He was actually well-read, even in Chinese and the Chinese classics, which means he could meet with the educated elite and discuss the details of Christian doctrine with them. But that was not his focus. Griffith's focus was on the common folk. He wanted the common people to hear of Christ's love for them. One missionary visitor to his preaching center described his preaching this way. Dr. John keeps his Bible in one hand, with a sheet of note paper containing an outline of his sermon. With the forefinger of the other hand, he enforces his points. Sometimes, 
He forgets his books and notes, and in the fire of his earnestness, he speaks with vehemence, pacing to and fro on the platform, yet always carefully repeating and illustrating and applying his lessons in every possible way. It is a grand and impressive sight to see his power over these people. And that same missionary visitor marveled at the fact that all of that was done in Chinese. This missionary went on to say, you know, we forgot that we are listening in Chinese. We feel the speaker is as grandly eloquent as ever he could be in his native Welsh or adopted English tongue. Griffith was known to have national evangelists accompany him as he preached. He was training them to preach and teach the gospel as well. He wanted to train up another generation of preachers from within China who would be there to preach even long after he couldn't. He would occasionally take itinerant trips from town to town and village to village for the purposes of exploring the land, preaching the gospel, and distributing the scriptures. Thus, Griffith John spent his days preaching the gospel and making Jesus famous among the Chinese. He did so for decades. You know, it was as late as when he was in his 70s and 80s that he had a hand in opening a theological college in the city of Changsha in Hunan province. There he began teaching courses in New Testament studies and pastoral theology. This is in his 70s and 80s. When a hospital was built there in Changsha, it included a preaching hall where the gospel was made known regularly. You know, by the end of his life, he had all of these accomplishments plus the establishment of numerous churches under his belt. Under his purview, the London Missionary Society had 100 chapels in Hankou, or modern-day Wuhan, and another 30 in Hunan province by the year 1904. This was all under the watch of Griffith John. During the same year, the Central China Tract Society, which he had been president of for around three decades, had issued two and a half million publications. Griffith John was a man who not only sowed, but also reaped a huge and abundant harvest. No wonder one author says that Griffith John should be thought of as the Spurgeon of China. He was a man whose sole passion was exalting the name of Jesus Christ among the Chinese. Brother, Griffith John was a man who made it his daily grind to boldly proclaim the name of Jesus Christ in China. This was not a once or twice a week thing for him. Preaching Jesus was of utmost importance, and he, at a young age, surrendered to do so in China. Griffith's story makes me think of the story of the Apostle Paul as found in the book of Acts, chapter 28, who, when given the opportunity to preach to the chiefs of the Jews, he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets, from morning till evening. You know, Griffith John's daily schedule seems very much like this snippet from the life of Paul, from morning to evening, expounding and testifying, and persuading them concerning Jesus. What a testimony. What a life. How amazing would it be, my brother, if you were to surrender your life to making Jesus known in China? How great would it be if after learning to speak the Chinese language, you could devote your days to from morning to evening, expounding and testifying and persuading them concerning Jesus in China? Think on it, brother. What hinders you? What holds you back? Why would you hesitate? 
why not determine right now that you will devote your life to making Jesus famous in China? Why not allow the Lord to use you to make His glories known among the 1.4 billion people of China? Brothers, surrender to come to China with the gospel. Surrender your life to exalting Him among the Chinese. Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve Him in China. I beg you to consider China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do for Him in China. If you want to take that next step toward China and learning how to continue on a path toward full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com, that's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M, or you can email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the next steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training. We'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, Griffith John was a man who loved to preach. He loved to preach the message of Christ to the Chinese. In Chinese, you could say he loved to jiang dao. Jiang dao is the Chinese way to say preach. Jiang dao. Brother, will you devote your life, as Griffith John did, to come to China and daily jiang dao? How else is Jesus going to be known in China? There need to be more people here Jiang Dao. Will you come to China to Jiang Dao? If not you, then who? Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for another story from the life of Jonathan Goforth. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for the region of Macau this week. The people there need preachers who will come and jiang dao. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll find a slew of resources to aid you, both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见。